You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday and I'm rolling solo. This episode is being recorded Tuesday night because this is, this is a special Memphis Grizzlies, Minnesota Timberwolves episode. So this episode is being recorded Tuesday night right after the Memphis Grizzlies put a beat down on the Minnesota Timberwolves in game two of their first round best of seven Western Conference playoff series. The Grizzlies, the number two seed in the West, taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves, the number seven seed in the West. And everybody was kind of looking forward to this ball game because in game one, the Minnesota Timberwolves came into FedEx form and just beat the brakes off the Grizzlies. It wasn't even close. 130 to 117, they scored 41 points in the first half, in the first quarter against the Grizzlies team, a Grizzlies team that's pretty good defensively. But Minnesota took it to him. So after that game one loss, a lot of national media members, including Shannon Sharp, were questioning the Memphis Grizzlies. Despite the fact the Grizzlies won 56 games in the regular season, 56 to 26, 56 to 26. Despite the fact they won 56 games, which was a franchise record for most wins in the regular season. Despite the fact they were the number two seed in the Western Conference playoffs, probably the toughest conference that's been considered the toughest conference for years and the Grizzlies highest seed in the playoffs ever as the number two seed. Despite all of that, a lot of people were down the Memphis Grizzlies because they lost game one, 130 to 117. And not only that, they got dominated by Anthony Edwards, the young Royal who was playing his first playoff game. He went off for 36 points and card. Anthony Towns gave the Grizzlies 29 points and 13 rebounds. So, uh, but all they did was come back. And when I say they beat, the, they, they beat down the Minnesota Timberwolves in game two, 124 to 96, I think that's the Grizzlies' largest margin of victory in the playoffs, and they absolutely dominated Minnesota. They came out focused. They came out physical. They came out ready to play. They came out looking like they had a mission, and their mission was to shut all these damn critical national media members up who had something negative to say. One of them, specifically, Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. You know the show Shannon Sharp with Skip Bayless, two of them that's screaming and yelling at one, one another. But anyway, Shannon Char- Sharp had a lot of tough things and a lot of slick disrespect, a lot of slick dissing. A lot of things he had to say about John Morant because John Morant, you know, the Grizzlies uh, all-star, one of the best players in the NBA, the best young player in the NBA, the most exciting who's unguardable. That John Moran, who had 32 points in game one, despite a loss. So, of course, John Moran, the leader of the team, he posted a, what they call it, a a gif, a meme. Michael Jordan with the bat that he had during the last dance. So, I take it that John Moran was like, okay, we lost game one. We're about to come out here swinging in game two, which is what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to be confident that way. But no, Shannon Sharp didn't like that. Shannon Sharp went on to say, like, John Morant, you thinking the Minnesota Timberwolves basically going to be afraid of you? Y'all better watch out for Minnesota. 
they beat the basically they beat the brakes out off of y'all in game one. What you think they're gonna do to y'all in game two? He basically was saying, John Morant, what you I mean, what, what that supposed to mean, y'all? Y'all better be ready to play. Minnesota ain't messing around with y'all. Y'all think this is a joke. Shannon Sharp was basically making it seem like the Grizzlies, those 56 games they won in the regular season weren't legit. He was basically uh 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 Telling John Moran he should be afraid. He should be scared. Because to me, he was implying and intimating that the Minnesota Timberwolves came into game one and just punked the Grizzlies. Clipped their bear claws. But I don't think that's what happened. I just think the Grizzlies weren't mentally focused and ready to play in game one. They hadn't really played in a week. But Shannon Sharp had a lot of tough things to say about the Grizzlies, man. They better be ready for Minnesota. Minnesota ain't nothing to mess with. Minnesota got some dogs, yada, 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 this, that, and the other. But the, the thing about it is that he was really downplaying what the Grizzlies have accomplished this season and downplaying what John Morant is capable of doing. So all John Morant did, and it's your fault, Shannon Sharp, was go out there and put that work on the Timberwolves. Dude damn near messed around and had a triple-double. Let me look at his stats. 23 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. And he could have had a triple-double if the game wasn't a blowout. If the game was close, he would have had a triple-double because he would have stayed in the ball game. But I think uh, head coach Taylor Jenkins took him out with about four minutes left in the game, maybe. One rebound shy of a triple-double. So not only was John Morant not scared, of Patrick Beverly and his physical play and what the Minnesota Timberwolves can bring because they played physical, they played tough. Not only did he show Shannon Sharp and everybody else that he wasn't scared, he showed that he's a real dog out there because you know what he was doing? Driving the lane, attacking cats in the paint, bodying them up, hanging, hitting circus, athletic shots, doing what he does. That little thin frame, stronger than what you think. So Shannon Sharp, that's your fault Minnesota got run up out of the FedEx form. But I ain't going to give you credit for the Grizzlies playing the way they play because I feel like they were going to play that way anyway, regardless of who said what, because that's just what they do. They're used to being the underdogs. They're used to people doubting them. Just like here in Memphis. I'm born and raised in Memphis. Been here my entire life. And I left when I went to go play NFL football and CFL football and left for a couple of years. But basically, I've been here. Born and bred in Memphis, inner city Memphis. Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. The most beautiful place on earth. Like my boy Donnie Young, my guy Donnie Young said. So you didn't think that they were going to respond? after getting embarrassed on their home court in game one as the two seed versus the seven seed. So not only did John Morant just come out and ball out, we can talk about it 23 points, but his 10 assists, dude was throwing dimes. I mean, he was throwing some beautiful passes. He was showing all his athletic ability, knocked down a couple of threes, Knock down a couple of step backs. And if John Morant gets the step back game in his game, 
it's over for everybody else. So Shannon Sharp questioning the Memphis Grizzlies' toughness and their authenticity of being one of the best teams in the NBA. Man, it's your fault Minnesota got that done to them. Because it wasn't just John Morant that gave them that work. It was the whole damn team. Because when you look at how the Grizzlies dominated, bro, Grizzlies out-rebounded Minnesota 48-4. to Now, that, that, that rebound advantage doesn't seem like a lot, but when you look at the offensive rebounds, the Grizzlies had 14 offensive rebounds. The Timberwolves had four. So the Grizzlies gave themselves at least 10 more opportunities to score after missing a shot on the offensive end. Not only that, when you're scared of someone, when another team is tougher than you, you don't dominate them in the paint like the Grizzlies did. The Grizzlies absolutely crushed Minnesota in the paint, 60 to 34. The Grizzlies scored 60 points in the paint. Minnesota only scored 34. You know what that tells me? The Grizzlies were mano y mano. Let's go in the paint and battle because that's where the work is done. That's where the bodies are. Their point guard, John Morant, kept get going to the rim, kept trying to get to the rim against Patrick Beverly. And I like Patrick Beverly because Patrick Beverly is the type of player you want on your team. You only dislike him because he plays with the other squad. This is what I like about Patrick Beverly because he's a dog. He's a warrior. He's going to play hard. And, he's play, and he plays John Moran hard. And he tries to play him physical. And he's supposed to. But John didn't back down. John hasn't backed down. So that's 32 points for John in the first game against Patrick Beverly and the Minnesota Timberwolves, 23 points in game two. That's 55 points in two games. So John don't seem to be afraid to me. The Grizzlies don't seem to be afraid to me. Because Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, two very, very good basketball players. Like I said, they dominated the Grizzlies in game one. Anthony Edwards had 36. Carl Anthony Towns had 29 points and 13 rebounds. They had their way. They combined for 65 points. They didn't combine for 65 points in game two. Edwards just couldn't get it going. He couldn't get it going because the Grizzlies was in his chest. Grizzlies was playing physical with him. Edwards was turning the ball over. They was putting their pressure on him. He had 20 points, six rebounds. Towns, 15 points, 11 rebounds. Each one of them had five turnovers. You know why they had five turnovers apiece? Because they're Grizzlies defense. They're Grizzlies physicality. They're Grizzlies focus. They're Grizzlies discipline. That Grizzlies grown manish. They were being grown men out there. They weren't playing scared. They weren't playing worried about Minnesota. They respected them, but they weren't playing scared or worried about them like Shannon Sharp uh, was saying they should be. They should be concerned. He heaped a whole lot of praise on Minnesota in game one, which 
they deserve some credit, but all the praise you gave them was really derogatory toward the towards the Grizzlies. What you were saying was more derogatory towards the Grizzlies and John Morant and All-Star than it was complimentary of the Minnesota Timberwolves. That was the problem. So the Grizzlies came out in game two and showed everybody why they were the why they the number two seed in the Western Conference, but behind the Phoenix Suns. And they balled out. Not only did y'all play well, Jaron Jackson Jr., 16.7 rebounds. Similar stats from game one. But the thing about it, Jaron played with a lot of energy, confidence, put back dunks, running the floor, getting his hand on balls, rebound, knocked down a couple of shots, big shots when we needed them, when the Grizzlies needed them. Desmond Bain doing what he does, 16 points. But it was that Grizzlies bench. That Grizzlies bench stepped up. Because the Timberwolves bench outscored the Grizzlies bench in game one. Not in game two. Grizzlies got 60 points from their bench players. Minnesota got 43 from theirs. I think the Grizzlies put seven players in double figures. But coming off the bench, Brandon Clark gave us 13 points. Xavier Tillman, big dog, didn't play at all in game one. Needed him in game two because Steven Adams, this is basically not his series. So Xavier Tillman comes in after not playing in game one. Gives the Grizzlies 13 points and seven rebounds. But not only that, he bodied Carl Anthony Towns. Put a big body on him. Frustrated KAT at times because Xavier Tillman is a big dude. Put a big body on him. He was huge. Tyus Jones, he comes in, man. He just does what he does. Always solid. 10 points. De'Anthony Melton, seven. De'Anthony Melton, seven points, but he came in and knocked down a three, man, and just sweet, Susie, sweet stroke. Then Zaire Williams, 13 points. It was just an utter, utter, Thorough beatdown of the Memphis Grizzlies by the Memphis Grizzlies of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, they dominated pretty much every category. They just dominated the ball game. And Anthony Edwards, once again, man, that young Royal can hoop, but they was in his chest. A couple of times, he, you can tell he was pressing. He wanted to make something happen, losing the ball on his dribble. Unforced turnovers, taking some bad shots because he wanted to make something happen. But they didn't get the same kind of free reign they got in game one. In game two, the Grizzlies were battling. They were battling on the boards. They were battling in the paint. They were battling on the perimeter. They tried to contest every shot, every possession, every defensive possession. They were being defensive. Every time Anthony Edwards got it, somebody was in his chest. Now, he got loose, did some things. Cal Anderson got on him. Cal uh, Anderson just can't stay with him. So he had a little spurt, I think, in the second quarter, maybe. Shot, dunk, you know what I'm saying? Like he was about to get going. But the Grizzlies clamped right back down. They stayed focused. They just, it, it, it just wasn't going to happen. So that was an impressive 
game because it was an ugly game. It started real ugly. The referees, that's what absolutely tripping. I don't know what they was on. They they caused so many fouls in the first quarter. I think the first quarter lasted almost an hour, if not an hour. They were calling so many fouls that that game did not did it didn't have any fluidity, any rhythm at all in the first quarter. It was just ugly, and the reason why it was ugly because the referees made it ugly. Every time they took a they took a breath, they was breathing into that damn whistle. They were every time. But second half, you know, second quarter, teams able to get a little something going, get a little flow going. But the game was ugly because referees made it ugly. But the Grizzlies ugly was prettier than the Timberwolves ugly. And it was just an impressive game from the Memphis Grizzlies, the way to bounce back that way. Because the thing about it, man, I still don't think, I still don't, well, I I don't think, I know that people just don't respect the Grizzlies. Even though they score 56 points, they really don't respect them. They expect them to they expect them to lose. Not only they expect them to lose, I be thinking a lot I don't want them to lose. So when they win, they be like, dang. So I know Shannon Sharp tonight got to be like, dang. And they won. Not only did they win, it was a blowout, bro. It was a blowout. And as I said, I don't want to give you credit for the Grizzlies win, but it's a blowout, bro. So the Grizzlies take game two in very, very impressive fashion. 124 to 96. Javon Rant once again, man. Damn, they had a triple-double. Would have had one had the game not been a blowout. Had he had he had to stay out there. Took it to Patrick Beverly. Took it to everybody else. And the rest of the Grizzlies did what they've been doing the entire year. Just balling out. Just balling out. So game three is in Minnesota, but we know it's going to be a game five back in Memphis now. But salute to the Memphis Grizzlies, and I say salute. Why? Because I'm from Memphis. That's why. And that's who I'm pulling for. Ain't no question. So I was very impressed, very impressed with the crowd at FedEx Forum. Those Grizzlies fans were in there packed. Got the growl towels going on. Ain't no running in Memphis. Ain't no running in. We don't bluff. We ain't scared. We battle down here. We get it out the mud. You want to play in the mud? We're playing the mud with you. But if you want to play in the air, we're playing the air with you too. So very impressive game to win by the Memphis Grizzlies to tie this series up at one apiece. So Shannon Sharp, bro, before you put your mouth on the Memphis Grizzlies and the city of Memphis, man, I ain't going to say you put your mouth on city of Memphis. I ain't going to say you. But when you talk about the Grizzlies, you are talking about the city of Memphis. Talking about all of us. But before you put your mouth on the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant, you might want to be a little bit more cautious. Because I don't, I know you ain't been to a Grizzlies game all year long. So don't just go off what you see on TV. You see those smiling faces out there. Them smiling faces are, are deadly. 
So before you put your mouth on the Grizzlies and John Moran in a negative way, think twice, my guy. Think twice. Because they're not playing. So the Grizzlies beat the hell out of the Timberwolves, 124-96. Series not tied at one game apiece. A couple of more NBA games were going on on a Tuesday. In the West, one of them in the West, the number one seed, the top seed in the West, they got cracked. The Orleans Pelicans take them down. You see me looking. That's why I'm looking. 125 to 114. Brandon Ingram goes off with 37. So that series is now tied at one apiece. So Shannon Sharp, are you going to say something about Phoenix? They just got beat. Beat down. But Devin Booker did get hurt. I can see he left with a hamstring tightness. So without Devin Booker, that's a different squad. But still, it's the playoffs. Got to play. So the Pelicans beat the Suns, 125 to 114. And the Heat beat the Hawks, 115 to 105. Let me check the, that box score, though, because the Heat now up 2 nothing. But I want to see what – I got to see what – I got to see what Trey Young did because I think he only scored like eight damn points in game one. It ain't like Trey Young. Let me see what he did in game two. They lost, so it really don't matter, but I want – let me see. Oh, yeah, 25 points, 10 to 20 from the field, but only 2 or 10 from three-point range. Damn, he was negative 11. They were negative 11 when he was in the game. That's it. Grizzlies win 124-96. Suns lose 125-114. And the Heat win 115-105. So now the Heat up 2 nothing over the Atlanta Hawks. Grizzlies and T-Wolves 1-1. Suns and Pelicans, 1-1. What a happy night for me because the Grizzlies won. And that's going to do it for another edition of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Till next time. Oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. We talk sports because we know sports. I'm out. Oh.